Hi, Tarts and Craft listeners. It's Melanie Dolling. I'm just popping on here for a second just to do a little intro on what we're doing today in our episode. So we've decided to highlight some uh, some black voices in the spiritual community. So tarot readers, uh, green witches, people just in the outdoor space in general, if that's something that makes you feel magical, uh, pop culture icons. Um, and I did have to cut some stuff out for time. But something that came up that I think is really important um, that is uh, let's get comfortable with confrontation. So let's get comfortable with the uncomfortable feelings. Um, if you're already bristling like, oh, God, a political episode. It's like, well, you know what? Witchcraft is political. Wh- people have been persecuted and are continuing to be persecuted for uh, practicing witchcraft. Um, and there are people whose very existence is political. So if you've never encountered um, issues, <laughs> then you're very lucky. So let's listen to our friends, uh, let's get comfortable having uncomfortable conversations and get uncomfortable with the fact that you might make some mistakes and you might say the wrong thing. And if someone calls you out, um, listen and try and see that, yes, this person might be angry or upset, but it's not it's not the time to look at the person who's angry or upset and how they're making you feel. It's the time to look at that person and go, what made you feel this way? You're feeling some really big feelings right now. Um, and realize that there are uh, hundreds of years of systematic oppression at the root of those feelings. So don't blame people for their reactions. Just try and be a good listener. Um, and uh, yeah, don't ask your black indigenous people of color friends to educate you there are a lot of really amazing resources out there we've highlighted some here and the sonar network actually has a handy little guide for a bunch of podcasts on their instagram it's one of their highlights so they've just highlighted a bunch of podcasts that can educate you on uh, why people are saying things like defund the police for example so enjoy the episode we will be back um every other week uh in the months ahead and we're going to talk about rituals we're going to talk about tarot we're going to interview some folks so i hope you like the episode i hope you're happy to see us back we're happy to be back and um if you are someone who has something to say and you want a little bit of a platform for it and you uh, occupy a witchy kind of space please let us know all right uh let's do it good i don't normally so that's nice uh (laughs) hello hello rachel how are you oh you know that (laughs) good you know what comparatively good yeah there's the there's the um thorough line of existential dread but i feel like that's normal i think so too yeah like how is it to be avoided and as many of my very, the very smart uh, by POC people I've been following on uh, Instagram have pointed out, you know, the world's been on fire for a long time. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. This is it is it is sad that this is that this feels new. It's really that's mm. I think that's what makes me very um, sad and upset because I, I of course we have so much personal work to do. 
um, mm-hmm. and so much public work to do. Uh, and it is very sad that this feels new to a lot of people. Um, I think um, what it, I think like as much as, as awful as, as a uh, coronavirus has been, the fact that everyone's in isolation, like I've just been thinking about a lot about the evils of capitalism lately. Oh and my how, God. Yes. And how, when you are working a nine to five job and you have kids and you have this and you have that, and then you just like go home and you distract yourself all that from vegging out in front of the Netflix. It's mm-hmm. like, um, these awful things have been happening. I've been aware of them for a long time. Um, but I would hear it in the morning and be like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. And then I'd maybe have a talk with a coworker about it. But it always felt very like the world out there versus the world that we inhabit. And now it's like I've had the time to actually take all this in, listen to what people have been trying to say for a long time and be like, oh, it's not the world out there. It is the current world that I live in that I have contributed to in ways. Absolutely. I think there was this culture of like, of sympathy rather than empathy of that, like, oh, well, that's really sad. Back to work. Like, and, yeah. and it's, it's, I, and I'm a hundred percent guilty of it as well. I mean, we, we, we all are. And, uh, yeah, it's been so, uh, interesting and enlightening to be immersed to, I think, I think it's, I don't want to say like, it's good. It's happening during Corona, but I think it is, it's not by accident that this is happening during Corona, that we're all, we're all already in this situation where we're, when we're questioning this contract of society that we've all just kind of been blindly following. And we're like, well, this system might be broken. And then things like this happen and black people are being targeted and murdered and hunted down. And we're like, oh, the system's been broken for everyone. And especially for POCs and people of color for far worse and far longer than for us and Mm -hmm. since since we've been proven okay for white folks we're in quarantine we feel system might be broken even for us in our privilege level and then we see videos like kimberly jones talking about like the broken contract of society um if you haven't watched that video it's on trevor noah's uh trevor noah's page and the daily show definitely watch it it is so it's so fucking good um the the contract's been broken the the contract of people are like don't break buildings and 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 what about like what about these stores and what about society and what about your local target and we're like well you that only upholds when we're all following this contract that we've yes. had of the rules of society and that contract's been utterly broken so mm-hmm. there's no there's no what about this broken window there is no 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 what about these human lives that have to live day to day and exactly. I, I don't I'm, I'm probably preaching to the choir or I mean I know I'm preaching to you I know I'm preaching to you Melody it's just think, it's um yeah I think it's important for us to reflect on over and over and over again because we've seen this uh cycle with white folks being like oh my gosh yes let's stand with our sisters and then two weeks later we're like what Like, so even if we are preaching to the choir, which we've all been criticized of doing in our liberal circles, yeah, let's preach to the choir. Let's repeat it. Let's not stop posting about it. Let's continue reading about it. Like I have a bunch of, um, there's the Libby app, which is just a library app. And, um, oh, I love that. the, The wait times on a lot of these books are really long. 
But what I kind of like about that is I can read something now and then like three weeks from now, it'll be like this book became available. And then awesome. Yeah, I'm not going to forget because there are so many things that are trying to distract. Like, I don't like to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but even think about the way we used to watch television is you flip through the channels and you would end up watching the news whether you wanted to or not, because it would be like coming up at six o'clock, da da da. And not saying that the evening news was ever like the best, most impartial source. But now Mm-mm. it's like, I can just go on Netflix. It's like, here's everything that you like because we've made the algorithm show you only things that you will want to see. And you go, thanks. And you just engage with what you want to engage with. And we Absolutely. have to fix that. Totally. And it's that thing of like, it is everyone's waiting for the same books now don't forget everybody we're all listening to podcasts and shit we're going on walks audible go on to audible they get go mm-hmm. you start listening to audiobooks last night i watched the hate you give the movie on crave it is on Ooh. crave it is on cineplex there is no reason for you not to watch this film it is based on an incredible book and the movie is so fucking well done it is so well acted it is so well directed isa ray is is a ray is in it and she is so Oh, if you love Insecure, my goodness. Good. Oh, oh, I have no words. I cried for easily an hour after this movie. It is so beautiful. Amazing. It is so f- I, I laughed in the middle. It, it's so well. I love when a movie um, uses our emotions well. They're like, okay, you. we know our audience will be kind of exhausted by this and might turn on us because of that so we're going to switch to a happy funny moment and then we're going to switch back so that you forget for a second it's so well written and it is so well done the hate you give please watch it it is on crave um you know what else is on crave the big bang theory don't fucking watch it it's (laughs) it's under staff pick how fucking sad has society gotten when you could watch the hate you give but crave is like but our staff think instead you should watch the Big Bang Theory about four misogynistic fucks who don't like women. Since we're I'm pointing out um, uh, content, um, I do want to have a little, uh, um, to borrow from MFM Corner, where we just shout out some great content. Um, oh, did you absolutely. have something you wanted to say before that? Yes, I do. So so to bring it back to, well, it's uh, in addition to that, but to bring it back to witchcraft, um, you've probably felt it as well. And I think many of us are feeling it in the wake of um, the destruction of capitalism, our fight to defund the police and uh, systematic racism and uh, COVID and everything that's happening. I think uh, many of us have, have had this kind of waywardness of, Oh, nothing I used to do matters. Oops. Um, (laughs) Like going back, like going back to my old, I was sitting in front of my script being like, why this doesn't matter anymore what the fuck and then going back to i was i was reading my green witch book and i was reading that and i was like this doesn't matter either i I just i felt nothing this everything by comparison to the global like scope of what was happening felt trivial and silly Mm -hmm. but re but getting back into the in preparation for our episode today and getting back into researching, okay, so we've been silencing these voices. Who are these voices and where are they? Getting back into that and the black voices and the people of color in these spaces has completely reinvigorated my my joy behind not only green witchcraft, but witchcraft and, and myth and folklore and all these things. I've just did a deep dive into all these kind of spaces and 
if basically my, my one little piece of advice is if, if any aspect of your life feels trivial now, go back into that community or that thing that you love or that space, look for the voices and the history of those voices that have been silenced and learn about them because the, 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 his, for, for lack of a better word, the history of whatever it is gets so much more color when you look for it. So mm-hmm. I found this incredible, and that started with, I found this unbelievable list from Instagram permacrafters eco school definitely follow them follow savor the detour as well um they are fantastic they published a list called 50 black voices in the green space and we're Mm -hmm. talking we're talking herbalists foragers environmental justice warriors uh climate change activists outdoors my my favorite uh account that i've found through this first of all follow every single account on the list it has been so cool all of them are amazing i've been learning so much about the outdoor space y'all know i love um i love outdoor ed and camping and all those things and it is such a predominantly white space especially yes. like when you think of canoe tripping and you think of all that you think of like nice white people flipping a canoe like there's we've just been led to believe that it's this white space when really it's it's not we just feel more comfortable picturing things that way just as when we picture a witch we picture a white lady with a hat or mm-hmm. you know green skin but whatever um <laughs> she's also in there um but Definitely, if you're going to, if I'm going to call out, there's 50 accounts here that you got to follow. They're all amazing. But if I got to call out one, I fucking love Melanin Base Camp. Um, oh, okay. Check out Melanin Base Camp. They're uh, basically people of color. It's it says we are the people of color in the outdoors, and basically they're a collective of outdoor educators, of platforms, of outdoor friends, of climbers, of um bird watchers of anything um that encourage people of color to go outside and who like shine a light on the activists within the community who are people of color um it is incredible they have a website uh donate uh keep tabs on what they're doing it is so cool they have featured blogs they have it's basically just diversity and outdoor spaces and sports and it's really amazing. It's it's here. I have their the adventure starts here. Here we go. Um, so their purpose is to inspire weekly content from Black, Brown, Asian, Indigenous, and queer people of color who love the outdoors. It's they have this great hashtag called hashtag Diversify Outdoors. It's awesome. It's amazing. Give them a follow. They're incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm so glad yeah. that you. Yeah, when you posted that list, I had to challenge my own perception of like. Oh, yeah. I do picture outdoorsy people as white people more often than not. And um, I think that's why it's important. Well, obviously, we know why it's important to follow um, other people, other kinds of people than ourselves. But it's just like we really like I even think back to um, in grade four, we were mixing up some like colors for a mural we were painting. And one of us said something like, oh, yeah, and then we're going to do like skin color. And my teacher was like, what do you mean? Like what is skin color? And we were like, and we just had to. And I think like being a white person in the world is confronting that over and over again, where you realize that you have been trained to believe that you are kind of the base, like you're the default. Yeah. Yeah. And that is like, it is so important to just fill your life and your social media with people with different experiences than you because you have to challenge that perception that's been fed to you. 
Absolutely. And the, like even more of that, the fact that like just for people that don't believe there is a disparaging race, buy a Band-Aid. Buy a yeah. fucking Band-Aid. Does it match your skin tone? Because it doesn't for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Ay, so I yeah, so definitely look for and and this is we're gonna obviously Melanie, you've you've uh, we're gonna talk about this as well. This is true in witchcraft tenfold because mm-hmm. especially with new age witchcraft, especially with the accounts that we follow, especially with um this resurgence of like witches who want to hex Donald Trump, which is fuck yeah, hex Donald Trump. Let's get that yeah. fucker <laughs> out of here. Voting. Oh, um, for anybody else who's like me, this is a really quick little tab. Um, for anyone else who's like me who has a parent who is American, you can vote through Democrats abroad. Go to Democrats oh. abroad. Can it can I I I also went through the process of becoming an American. I uh, I've not become my I was lucky enough. I have American citizenship, but there are if your parent is American or you are uh, born out of the country citizenship, you can vote. Go to Democrats abroad. Bam. Great. Um, just that little, I didn't little, know that. Well, it's a bit right there, but yes. So, uh, sorry, I keep interrupting you. So, what, what, what do you, you have, you have things as well? Because oh, I, yeah. I want to get into um, the black witches that we love and black uh, witchcraft and the history of West African witchcraft that it has been fairly whitewashed in terms of like mm-hmm. buy your witch, bo- your witch box at Urban Outfitters, like. Yes. There's there's so much to talk about. So I, I, I feel like I could talk forever. So go. <laughs> yeah. Right now, um, I don't have a ton in terms of the history because I would want that to be its own episode and, po- oh, and with a special guest. But if you want to um, – here's some content. The first one that I'm going to mention um, – is uh, I always talk about the spiritual gaze and it's a Jewish man and a Latinx man, but they recently had a really good episode about racism within the spiritual community. Nice. um, Ooh, I'm going to download that. Yeah, definitely give it a listen because what's interesting about it is like they, and this is what I think is important, they let themselves be clumsy in the conversation. And I think a lot of white people are going like, well, if I don't know the right thing, I'm not going to say it. Because again, they don't want to deal with that uncomfortable moment when they get corrected. And it's like Mm -hmm. the only way and it's like, yeah, don't don't walk around spouting racist garbage, but have the uncomfortable, clumsy conversations where you figure out how to make sense of this stuff for yourself, because that's how you that's how you learn. And I just appreciated they were very open and honest with each other. And there were moments where they were like, wait, do you mean this? No, no, I mean, oh, okay. And like, I liked that kind of stumbly. I think we have a lot of polished conversations in podcasting. And it's nice yeah. to just be like, let's get uncomfortable. So they talked about that. And they talked about like, um, spiritual tools and um even to the point where they talked about ancestry work and um spiritually asking for permission to do certain kinds of things so it's like if you want to incorporate something from another culture into your practice um there are ways to meditate on it and ask for permission rather than just picking it up and being like this is beautiful cuz like as a former <laughs> i used to be so much of a hodgepodge like cultural appropriate kind of spiritual person where i was just like it came from a good place where i was like every spiritual tradition is beautiful and i i learn a little from each one but yeah. i <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's how I felt in my heart. I don't think that's how it ended up looking on the outside. And I still, you know, have guilt for that time in my life. But I'm so glad that there's podcasts where people are like, yeah, let's have this conversation. Let's figure this out. So the I spiritual gaze I listened to this week. But then when we're talking about hearing it uh, straight from the source, we have some amazing uh, black, uh, black and people of color, witches, spiritual people, broom folk in our community. So obviously first I'm going to shout out Christine Maitland, friend of the show. Christine, yes, you can find her on Christine. It's with a K maitland.ca. And I'm sure she's always down to chat. So we should definitely have another episode with her soon. We wanted to do this catch up first, but, uh, she, um, yeah, she's a broom folk and um, she just talks a lot about expanding the way we view black history because we're always talking about the trauma or the triumphs. And she wants to add um, more, more, like you said, more color to that experience and uh, look at the everyday and the and all the spiritual wonderfulness. So she's just a wonderful resource. Follow her, support her. Um, then we have someone I met through a witch meetup in Toronto, uh, Jess, and she runs Soulfire Sessions. You can find her at soulfiresessions.ca. She does Reiki. She does energy healing. She does tarot readings. Um, and she's just been posting a lot of really candid responses to the white response to all of this. And it's she's full of passion and um, she just... I've been appreciating her candor with all of it because sometimes I I do see myself in the things that she posts mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh shit, right. Like <laughs> I uh I I need to check that in myself. Yeah. She's wonderful. Oh, absolutely. Canadian. Oh, and she makes all kinds of little like balms and products. So um if if you want to uh spend some money on a black owned business, order something from her, order a tarot reading from her. We've got um more tarot, please. Uh, we've been having a little Instagram courtship. She's very lovely. Her name is Courtney mm-hmm. Loran. She has a, tar- a tarot podcast. She does tarot readings and she comes at it from a self-love perspective. So her readings will always be like how to love yourself within this situation. So more tarot, please. She's amazing. Uh, here's someone who I've mentioned a lot before, Mint Fairy. And Fairy Ooh. is spelt F-A-E-R-Y. I got a $10 little Instagram tarot reading from her. It was amazing. She's such a nurturing presence. And she's also been very open with her anger right now. Uh, I really appreciate her. And also she's um, she's a black woman and she's a pastel goth, which I feel like. Oh, hell just- yes. I'm on her account and I'm already uh, greatly obsessed with her. <laughs> Yeah, she's wonderful. And um and I yeah, I appreciate in her stories if she wants to cry, she cries. If she gets angry, she gets angry and it's important again for us to navigate these uncomfortable feelings. Um we have Valerie Love. She is a Christian witch. She also goes by uh Casey K I K A I S I. Uh, you can find her on ValerieLove.com. She talks Ooh. all about uh, all kinds of rituals and witchy stuff, but she's a Christian witch, so she has a really interesting um, cross-section of interests there. So she's fascinating. I've been delving into her YouTube videos. And then another person of color I found in the space, um, she goes, uh, her name is Anais, um, and she is Magicians on YouTube, but it's spelled M A 
M-A-G-I-C-K-I-A-N-S. So like the Wiccan way to spell magic and then I-A-N-S. And uh, she posts a lot of like beginner rituals and things of that nature. So those are just a, a real sampling of the kinds of amazing people. And really right now, if you want, just go on Google and Google Black spiritual practitioners and there's all kinds of helpful lists that have been made and you can find because like yes i'm running my own tarot business right now i but yeah she want and i am donating 15 percent of the proceeds to um to charities with pressing needs every month but if you would rather just directly support someone else right now i get it and (laughs) Um, that is fine. So follow those people. They're wonderful. I've been really enjoying and, uh, and yeah, listen to the spiritual gaze. Uh, I just, Mm -hmm. I really loved how they explored that topic. Oh, you'll love to see it. Melanie Dolling. Fuck yes. Oh, that was an incredible list. And also you have an incredible business that I would like you to heavily plug at the end of this episode. Um, I, I want to mention something else that I found in my research, um, there is an incredible article in The Atlantic called The Witches of Baltimore, and it is about young black women essentially leaving Christianity and embracing like West African and African witchcraft, sometimes digitally, sometimes in person. Um, incredible article, really goes in depth into the history and also brought me to the lovely, lovely um, discovery of something called Daughters of the Moon. Which is, oh. which is, haha, which is, oh God, mm-hmm. I hate myself. Um, <laughs> which, which runs something called the Black Witch Convention, which started in 2016. They've been doing it every year. It was founded by Aya Omitola. Um, I should probably mention Aya comes from the word Iowo, I believe. I Y A W O I O O. It's a Nigerian word for woman or like any female who's like oh, kind of matured okay. enough. So uh, Aya is kind of like a title. But, um, she is called the occult mama she's the founder of the black witch convention she's the founder of uh Dottis of the moon um d-o-t-m it for short uh definitely follow her on every platform i honestly um i kind of want to message her on instagram and see if she'll talk to us she seems very 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 cool mm-hmm. and very interesting and um yeah definitely not a fan of the fluffy bunny witchcraft she it's she she's the very much real deal. Aya Omitola, O M I T O L A. She is so fucking cool. She's a womb reader. She's a healer. She's a metaphysics of the black. She knows metaphysics of the black goddess. She does root working. She does birthing rites. She does spiritual counseling, wow. Reiki healing. She is incredibly cool. The occult mama all over the place. Definitely look her up and definitely look up Daughters of the Moon and the Black Witch Convention. They are incredibly. They are a network of African-American women who all um, take part in African and West African witchcraft and basically a safe space for black women and LGBTQI women of color uh, to explore witchcraft and and to attend one of the conventions. You don't got to be a witch. You don't have to have any sort of uh, spiritual or religious experience. You just have to be a black woman. So look them up. Cool. They are incredible. I dig that. Yeah, let's um yeah, let's support and like fill your feed and I think the mistake what's dawning on me right now um as a succinct way to put it, the mistake I made in my past as a mishmash hodgepodge I appreciate all cultures uh person 
wasn't that I was, you know, it was good that I was looking at these things, but then I was taking them for myself. And that like, we need to practice, like, it's, it's that age old thing of like, you see a beautiful flower in nature, and then you pick it and then it dies. And you're like, well, why did you need to, like, couldn't you just observe it? And be like, thanks, beautiful flower. And you are then- so much more eloquent than me. It kills me. I'm just like, fuck, this thing makes me mad. And oh, 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 we shouldn't do it. And then you have like a <laughs> lovely metaphor that just came out of your ass. God damn it. You're wonderful. Okay, keep going. <laughs> well, I think you're very eloquent. You've said many eloquent things. Um, yeah, yeah. I think... I think we're doing a, a good little job. Not that I'm giving us any cookies, but I think we both yeah. said some things that, you know, if you weren't, okay, if there's people that are more so experts than us and we've given you those resources, but if you had no idea about how to be spiritual and cool at the same time, I think we've given you some good jumping off points. And yeah, just remember like, it's okay to observe without taking part. It is, and that's you don't need to have everything for yourself but you should be aware of it so um and you should be aware of its history because a lot of the times reading about the history gives it so much more meaning and so much more uh it it makes it special it's not Mm -hmm. just this thing that comes in a box at urban outfitters it's 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 this thing with a rich beautiful history definitely also another incredible article i found is in from vulture Okay. Uh, it's called Why Can't Black Witches Get Some Respect in Popular Culture? Mm-hmm. It is an excellent article. It is It goes very in-depth. It's incredible. Because I started thinking, I was like, okay, who are my favorite black witches in movies and popular culture? And I started thinking, I was like, there's fucking not that many. There's so few. Many. Immediately, I thought of like Angela Bassett in American Horror Story playing um, Marie Laveau. Um, there's a character in the Vampire Diaries and there's a character in The Craft, but they're, they're such side characters. They're not really yeah. dove, delved into. They're such, they're, the article calls them sketches rather than characters. And I so agree with that. And then I started thinking, and this was a fun little discovery for anybody who enjoyed this movie growing up. I started thinking, you know who I really loved, who had such a very small, but very dynamic performance was if you ever saw the movie Holes, Disney no. film. Oh my God. First of all, great movie. Based on the like best-selling book, stars Shia LaBeouf in um, 2003. So, so uh, post Even Stevens, pre-apocalyptic um, narcissist Shia LaBeouf. Um, <laughs> it's a great, great movie. It's incredible. Um, definitely go see Holes. But in Holes, there is this, um, and I and her name is um, in the show. Sorry, in the movie. It's a movie. Also, Sigourney Weaver at her hottest she is so fucking sexy holy shit could 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 absolutely step on my face um sigourney weaver but um there is a fortune teller kind of character named madame zeroni and i really loved her and very very magical very witch-like and I was thinking, like, oh, I really love that character. Who plays her in that Holes movie? And I looked it up, and it's fucking Eartha Kitt. It's Holy. Eartha Kitt in this fucking Disney Holes movie. Everyone put down whatever you are holding and applaud the great <laughs> Eartha Kitt. Because, <laughs> my God. And if you also, this is one last thing. This is a bit of a tangent, but I swear to God it matters. Um, there's an incredible story, if you don't know, of Eartha Kitt. Um, if you don't know about Eartha Kitt, Google her immediately. Educate yourself about Eartha Kit, please. Oh my god. 
singer, actress, dancer, became the first black Catwoman, was like deemed the sex kitten. She is so fucking cool. Huge activist of her time. In 1968, um, Lyndon B. Johnson's wife, Lady Bird Johnson, and there's they cover this in an episode of Drunk History, also incredible resource. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Um, she's such an incredible activist, invites her to a women's luncheon at the White House um, where Lady Bird and a room full of women were kind of like, isn't it nice that we're like getting money for these poor kids? Like, what's going to stop all this juvenile crime? Blah, blah, blah. Eartha Kitt kind of stands up and is like, well, Lady Bird, it's because you're sending all of our boys to Vietnam, especially they're so they're rebelling in the streets nobody wants to go off and get shot especially black poor of america like poor men of america are being said basically calls this woman out in front of the oh, entire white house is is blacklisted from american hollywood for 10 fucking years she has to go to what? europe to work yeah i had no she called idea because she called out lady bird johnson for her bullshit and and because <sighs> she was incredible and this white lady literally was like that makes me apparently she might have cried um but because she's like i don't like hearing that i'm 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 bad so fucking blackballs her she can't work in america she comes back 10 years later to star on broadway so eartha and and the cia still had a dossier about her 10 years later so whoa okay yeah yeah. like that check out eartha kid (laughs) and that (laughs) contributes to um that is a very good allegory for just the whitewashing of of every of every experience that we have where when someone does stand up you know so that is why we're only seeing white pretty witches in movies who are like very like a comfortable idea of a witch um totally and and the voodoo the the whole voodoo and hoodoo um history of haitian witchcraft and west african witchcraft is only added in as a spice of like, oh, look how exotic this is, but let's not dive into it. It's kind of weird. And then just goes back to white yeah. witchcraft. So and they're usually the seen as like, this is, well, this is crazy though. This other stuff yeah. is crazy. And it's like, okay, sorry. So you spent over $100 on crystals this month, but this no, woman's really. working with chicken bones and she's crazy. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's so weird of like, I get together with my white, my white friends and we kind of like buy a $700 crystal and like rub our noses on it. But this woman <laughs> who's like talks to her ancestors is so fucking weird. Like, come on guys. Yeah. None, we're all weird. None of this is none of, none of this is mainstream because it's witchcraft and it's beautiful. And mm-hmm. ugh, don't stop. Let's not, let's not, let's give the history the respect it deserves. Yeah. And let's acknowledge it. And um, yeah, I've been wanting for a while now to, uh, been really wanting to explore I, I know there's a lot that's secretive about it so we couldn't find someone who would explore it in an open way but just um yeah hoodoo voodoo where does it come from what is mm-hmm. it um like you know and uh maybe just de well we can't demystify it because it's mystical but maybe just <laughs> accept it <laughs> as part of point. <laughs> accept <laughs> it as part of the uh, mystical community as opposed to being like well, then there's the crazy corner over there, which is usually how it's portrayed in movies. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so let's say this is a as legitimate as anything else because whoever is listening right now, your belief structure is crazy to somebody, you know. Yeah. So 
you know, I grew up going to a big fancy house full of stained glass windows with a statue of a man on a cross, and we would all eat cookies and say that those cookies were his body. Like, that is, don't judge anybody. Oh my God. That is so funny. That's so fucking funny. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Also, get into those articles on Vulture and the Atlanta because also they talk about how some black witches are leaving Catholicism for mm-hmm. uh, folk witchcraft and some are integrating them. And both are very interesting. Cool. Very um, cool. Oh, and definitely follow the uh, 50 uh, black voices in the green space that I mentioned before. It is an incredible list. And if you follow every single one of them, your news feed will be flooded with incredible, beautiful uh experts and beauty of the outdoors and activism so fuck yeah yeah and yes i was gonna add something else and then i forgot <laughs> well, I'm so sorry i interrupted you again fuck what's that i said sorry if i interrupted you again fuck oh no you didn't interrupt me you had all very amazing things to say i just sometimes like um feel like i've got something bubbling up and then i start talking and i'm like no there's nothing there no i just was excited <laughs> 90 percent of this podcast is you editing out all of the times when i'm like i start a sentence and i'm like i have no idea where this is going can you please edit out this entire beginning please edit out this point it is useless i'm just talking in dead air um so that's all me don't worry about it um you know what i do want i want you to please plug your tarot card business oh yeah okay so and i want a remake for fuck's sake i want one yeah, we have to do one. We'll do maybe um we could do an episode now that we've um talked about this uh and we will continue to amplify uh all all kinds of amazing uh Absolutely. black women, women of color. Uh that is that has already been a mission statement of ours when we look for guests and it's mm-hmm. going to continue to be um but uh I'm I'm glad that we've talked about this uh and my Uh, my tarot business we'll talk a little bit about and in a future episode we'll do a reading and then you can all kind of see my reading style um but yeah so i started um croissant moon so croissant like the thing that you eat moon um and i started out doing um just pay what you can readings during quarantine as a way to kind of keep myself afloat i've kind of uh i've taken a backseat for a couple weeks just um during all this political turmoil to amplify different voices than myself but um yeah so i started doing that and now i have a fixed rate for an hour reading and i have pay what you can uh half hour readings and then i have little for ten dollars you can um i'll send you either a little video of myself doing your reading or i'll write up something for you um so i have lots of options and like i said 15 percent of my proceeds i'm gonna start promoting on monday again um and 15 percent of my proceeds this month i'm donating to the loveland foundation and Ooh, great uh, organization Yes, very um, a mental health resource for um, for Black women, women of color, I believe, and um, mm-hmm. it's and Rachel Cargill is is she not the founder? She's the founder, is she not? Oh my God, is she? That's oh wow! I've been following both of those things separately. I don't know. I didn't know they were going to look this up um, to make sure that. Oh my I... God, she absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ, that woman is a powerhouse. Fucking yeah. Hell. But, um, and, um, yes, so I'm going to be donating 
to them because, you know, this this doesn't stop here. I'm not going to be like this week I amplify melanated voices and the next week amplify me. Like I <laughs> No, it's me 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 me. Now it's my turn. Um so I'm going to continue to um just every month I'll find a charity that seems like they need some help. Um, and, uh, yeah, I do that and I have a little blog and I'm going to be doing some videos and, uh, I also have, so I've been speaking with a life coach lately on just like my creative endeavors and my tarot business and, um, she, something she suggested for me based on some little things I've been doing on social media, which is so brilliant is I'm going to be doing tarot slumber parties for so smart. Yeah. So this is for anyone who, because um, my fixed rate for my hour reading is a little bit higher. So I want to add some value to that. So I'm going to have every month on the new moon, I will host a digital slumber party. And we're having one on the 20th. That is also um, summer solstice. If you want to join in and you want to like just send me like 15 bucks uh, so that I can have the kind of money I need to donate to the charities I want to donate to, great. Uh, if you already booked a pay what you can reading with me in the last couple months, um, let me know and I will give you the invite link. But basically we're going to, the way that I structure these, and I did a little bit of a test run with our full moon group. Um, so the way that I structure it is at first, we'll kind of talk about like, this is the tarot card of the moment, according to the current astrology. This is kind of what it means. These are the themes that it's bringing up. And then we'll do, uh, some little, uh, some ritual, and then we'll do a guided meditation, which I will write. And then, um, yeah. And then we'll just check in with each other. And then at the end, I'm going to, I end all of my full moon, new moon, no matter what, I like to burn something. So I'll burn little pieces of paper with everyone's names. And while I'm burning your name, you can think of a wish. And then that'll be the wish that you're bringing into the new moon. So I'm really excited for that. Um, Amazing. I love it. And I've been, yeah, I've been building a little, a nice little community for myself. There's some really cool communities on uh, Facebook for tarot readers where you can offer people free readings and they'll give free readings back and then you can review each other's businesses. And um, yeah, I've just been really steeping myself in the online tarot community. And you can follow me on Croissant Moon on Instagram or Facebook or right now it's like wordpress.croissantmoon.com or whatever, but I'm going to get an official .com. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, that's that's hard to so I'm tweaking away at my website right now. But yeah, if you want to book with me, that's what I do. And as far as my style as a reader, um, the things that I like to impress upon people are there are readers who are definitely more for entertainment style readers who, you know, Mm -hmm. you're walking down Young Street, you see a neon sign, you go inside, you get a little a little dog and pony show for lack of a better word where where somebody's like, you're going to meet the man of your dreams in three months in Europe. And uh, that's not super my style. Um, That's fine. You can have fun with that. But the way I see tarot is it's a chance for uh, getting a little bird's eye view on your life. It gives you perspective. And instead of 
will I ever meet my soulmate? Let's talk about what can you, what skills can you cultivate right now to create a space where a soulmate might, you know, come through and enter your life rather than will it ever happen? Let's talk about how can it happen? So I, I try to ask actionable questions with tarot and I'm not prescriptive. So the other thing I'll say is that like, I'm never going to be like, oh my God, your husband's cheating on you. Get out. Cause I think that's unethical. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to agree. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, it's kind of, it's meddling. And also the tarot, as much as I'm skilled at reading it, it is, it's a message that's coming through for you specifically, and I'm not living your life. So if I see some sneaky person in your tarot reading and you just told me, you know, that you're married or whatever, I might conflate that. Whereas like, what if the tarot was just trying to say there's someone at your work, like, you know, who's, you know, so what I would say, if Mm -hmm. I see someone deceitful in your life during a tarot reading, I might say something like, be on guard for the next little bit. Check out, like, look out for red flags. There's someone in your life who's not being entirely trustworthy. And then it's up to you and you make those decisions. I think it's really spiritually irresponsible to meddle and speak in absolutes. So I don't do that. I love that. Oh, yeah. You you couldn't ask for a better tarot reader, truly. If you if you are looking for one, even if you are curious, Melanie, she's done it for me before. She is so freaking good at it. Um, yeah, check her out. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then we'll do we'll do a little uh, reading on the show sometime. And I also um next time we chat, I want to uh I want to talk about the full moon um virtual meetings we've been having because Oh it's my so god, fun. they've been so they've been lovely. I literally it's it's been the most incredible. Let's let you know what? Let's save it. You don't get to hear about it now. You gotta listen you to our to next one. It. That's for next one. And Tough um shit. something I'll say uh related to that that I think is important to say is um as much as there's a lot of important work to be done right now. There's a lot of research, mm-hmm. there's a lot of learning, but I hesitate, like this month I was like, oh, should I still host my full moon thing because we're all dealing with these uh, these issues and should we be working on other stuff? But taking an hour or two out of your day for ritual and grounding only makes you better able to fight the fight and do what you need to do. So don't feel guilty for taking time out. It's like the same as like the Queer Eyes just came out with a new season and they were like, how do we promote this season? And they've been promoting it as a little bit of rest and reprieve and get inspired by these amazing guests that they have on the show and then go out there and you've got a full cup. You can't, you can't uh, pour from an empty cup. So as much as there's important stuff to do right now, still be kind to yourself and give yourself that healing time so that you are an asset to your community rather than this exhausted person running around trying to help people. Absolutely. And also, you know what? I'll I'll give you a little a little quote from Mika Burton. She is also such a cool person to follow on Instagram. She Ooh. is she's a model. She does cosplay. She does D&D. She's just a fucking rock star. Um but she had this incredible tweet that was basically said, "Black lives matter, but so does black joy, black art, black creativity, black peace." Um basically just like black like happiness is just as important as justice um to highlight and to encourage so um all of you we should be 
doing the work to learn. We need to be doing the work to understand systematic racism and, and the things that have been instilled in all of us. Cause we, all of us have that. We, we, mm-hmm. we really need to unlearn a lot of crap that is, that is in our brains and in our bodies and in our blood. So definitely do that work, but also mm-hmm. all of that work doesn't can some of that work can also be let's ex- let's look at some amazing black artists let's look at some amazing black yes. representatives of this community let's look at some incredible black influencers black um outdoor like i i cannot speak more highly of uh, black bird watchers <laughs> and black herbalists that i now follow i love them cool. um, so yeah uh, it, some of that work can be highlighting uh the beauty in your uh, network and the beauty in your community as well. Yes. Yeah. You can, um, it doesn't always have to be a grandiose statement. You can, the next time you order on Uber Eats, you can go, what are some black owned businesses, uh, that I can order from, you know, you, these are, these are kind of little joyful things, contributions that you can make. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is, uh, what we wanted to talk about today. And then that's that's it, man. We'll do I've a little, had a great time. Yeah, <laughs> next time we'll do a little check-in about our rituals. And then I think we're going to, after that, get into maybe some interviews. So if yeah. you're listening and you're like, I got something to say that is not what has already been said and I'm really cool and interesting, then we want to hear from you. Yeah, let us know. We like talking to people. <laughs> yes. We like <laughs> each other and we also like other people. Is yes. I, I, <laughs> I feel like that's just a good podcast slogan for literally any podcast. Hey, we like talking to each other. Also, we like talking to other people. Yeah. And this has been lovely. Yeah, this has been so nice. Um, and send me all those links because I will put them uh at the bottom of this episode on the Sonar Network website. Absolutely. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.